0: With my hand over my heart, I'm confident. I believe in myself. I am safe. Let's go. Welcome back to the Soundwave's podcast with me, your host, Danny Steezy. Hello you guys, how are you and what is new, spill the tea and tell me all of the things. So I want to jump right into this and openly share with you guys one of my practices, or you can call it a ritual that I do consistently because it really helps me navigate positively in my life. And that is checking in with myself. We are living in a world that is so fast paced and the majority of us are usually really overwhelmed or constantly on the go. which does doesn't allow us a moment to stop and ask ourselves, how am I feeling right now? And for me, when I started to implement this insight and awareness to actively and frequently check in with myself, it drastically shifted my life. It's a strategic and beautiful way for me to gather and process data so I can find the patterns and ingredients in life that serve me, fill me up, and make me happy. Because if you are anything like me, you don't only want to know how the dish was made, but you also want to learn how to recreate it in your own kitchen. And now I'm very mindful and usually pretty disciplined when it comes to reminding myself to check in, but Life happens, right? And I would be lying if I said that there aren't times that I forget to plug in and run my own internal diagnostics. Perhaps the weight of whatever problems I'm facing at the time or during that week requires my full and immediate attention. Or maybe my relationship requires me to be actively present and engaging. Or let's say a friend is going through something and I need to show up for them. Maybe someone in my family needs whatever resources I have left to give after my day-to-day experiences. Or maybe I'm just so caught up in my work that I feel there's no bandwidth left for me to even absorb whatever information my inner mechanics wants to or is trying to tell me. I mean honestly, how many of you see the check engine light go on in your car, yet you keep driving like that for a day, a week, a month, and so on? Eventually, if you don't service the machine, the machine will no longer service you and the damn thing might even blow up. And yes, you are not only the car, but you are also the technician in this analogy. So how did this check-in ritual or habit even begin to take place in my life? Um, To be completely honest with you, I got it from my ex-girlfriend. I didn't make this up. And as some of you might know, she is a certified family and marital therapist and taught me a lot about how to engage in a healthy co-created experience. She presented this idea to me probably like a few months into our relationship. She approached me and asked me how I felt about us having a monthly check-in at the end of each month to explore our relationship and to give it the attention that it requires. And of course, I was open and receptive to it. And yes, there were some months that we just simply didn't do it But for the most part, it was a pretty structured practice and space where we felt safe to openly express our feelings and our experiences of the relationship, the contrast, what was serving us, and what could be enhanced. And it was really beautiful and liberating to be able to trust each other and say what we desired without fear of being ridiculed or judged, and it was equally as special to express our gratitude for one another in the same space. But I'm gonna be honest, the real magic happened when we lovingly received the information and then began to take affirming actions to let the other know that the message was received. A few months after the relationship lovingly ended, I took this monthly check-in concept even further and started to apply the same principle into my personal experiences with myself. I mean, logically speaking, it makes complete sense to integrate a monthly check-in with ourselves since we're the ones with the agency, the responsibility, the power, the compassion, and the deepest expression of love for ourselves. But getting there to oneness is a whole other undertaking and journey in itself, which we will continue to explore on this show in later episodes. So in the beginning, When this all started and I started doing these self-examinations or reflections, if you will, I would try to do them at the end of each month. I would put myself in a quiet space and look closely at whatever jumped out at me and wanted to be seen by me. If something made itself visible, I would look at it without labeling it good or bad and accept it for exactly what it was and how it made me feel. Without judgment, I would look for any takeaways on the experience or encounter and how it enhanced my day or lowered my frequency. It was really fascinating to witness in real time, the things that popped up for me in the beginning, because I'm always on a quest for learning. And I think by now you guys know that I'm obsessed with information, especially when it pertains to my own inner workings. I love to see the patterns of what creates these enriching events or energy depleting experiences in my life, because to me, everything has a source and most experiences can be recreated when you learn how to put the pieces back together. Now, if the experience is positive or negative, well, that's completely up to you, right? But the beauty of this practice is that you don't only find what serves you and fills you up, you also discover your palate and what pieces of life are delicious to you. The more I actively and intentionally did this, the more my appetite grew and I began having a lot of fun playing with all of life's ingredients. Some I was even able to grow and cultivate myself. Instead of a farm to table approach, I was harvesting actions or ideas from my heart or mind and serving them to the world. And now where I'm currently at, and by current, I mean today, I don't just explore monthly check-ins, but I also like to do them every day and throughout my day. I could be on a run and when I'm getting tired or feeling pain, I'll ask myself, how do I really feel and can I go further? Usually the pain is only in my mind and there's still so much more gas in the tank. Sometimes I'll be driving and as my mind starts to drift off into future tasks or projections of the people I have to meet, I'll ask myself, where am I? Because that reminds me to come back to my present reality and it anchors me to a feeling of gratitude. I'm in my own car with the windows down and fresh air blowing inside and the creator's beautiful canvas all around me. What a luxury when there's something scary or hard that i have to do but don't want to do it i ask myself what about this is scary and will it kill me Usually the answer is no and then I go even further and ask myself how can I find fun or play in the process. Let's say I'm meeting someone for the first time, I remind myself to be present and to not create stories for the person, to not shed my own projections onto them and just allow them to show up and be who they are. You guys, I used to be notorious for generating archetypes for new people from the fabric of past characters in my life with little to no information of who this new person even is. Now, obviously was a form of ego trying to protect me, but the more I can actively bring myself back to the present and be in real time, rather than in my fantasy dimension, that's when I can really hold space for the person. Without giving them this grace, I would really never be able to tell if they are meant to be here for the moment, for a season, or for a lifetime. You can only gather these important, authentic analytics by engaging in this process each time and over and over again. This is so important when it comes to building our support systems because we as humans are always evolving and growing. It would be like buying one pair of shoes as a kid and thinking those same shoes would fit you throughout your lifespan. So go shopping often, but always remember the intentions of the shoes. They serve as protection, support, they can take you places, and they can be really fun to play in. And in closing, this practice has been one of the most vital tools in my day-to-day experiences because it always brings me back to center and it gives me holding space for myself and others, and this all happens in real time. It has led me to this really amazing internal playground where I'm not only processing the information of people, places, and spaces, but also, and most importantly, myself. I ask myself, how am I showing up in this moment? How can I enhance this experience or encounter? What can I do to make this more enriching or add value? Is there space for me to add humor? Or do I need to stay extremely present and express support or acknowledgement as I track with the person? Am I being the best version of myself right now? Am I showing up in a way that represents my true inner virtues and beliefs? Where's my level of compassion and empathy in this very moment? And the biggest one, because it always leads me back to me, is, Danny, where are you right now? Honestly, you guys, it's as if human brain is hardwired to be everywhere but the place you are actually physically in, which makes you miss all of the beauty surrounding you at any given moment. It makes you miss the human connections that make us feel accepted, loved, and important. And the three other huge ones for me is the connection to nature, spirit, and self, which all play extremely vital roles in how we navigate through each moment and what version of ourselves we want to share with the world. So I hope this encourages you to start formulating and implementing a monthly, weekly, daily, hourly, or even a moment-to-moment type of self-check-in because it truly is a game-changer and there are no downside effects, only upside rewards. You'll start to see the patterns in your life really taking shape and the people around you will begin to notice how present you are and how dialed in you are in meetings, conversations, relationships, and your projects. And be very mindful and intentional with this, but also find a lot of play in it. So yeah, I just wanted to give this to you openly. I'm gonna leave it here. I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and I will catch you on the next one. Sex, drug to